welcome one and all to me. This one's what, by the way. I'm you. Here's another. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Thanks for listening. Off you go. Go on, run off your little scoop. Marilyn's Diary by Beth Crane Episode 2 Ship's Log It's Marilyn again It's been five days I've watched a lot of movies to try and figure out more about being a human But mostly I have a lot of questions How much do you think I know about being human? I thought humanity was the thing that all AIs wanted. (laughs) No. That's more of an individual desire. Very much not one of mine. Oh. You've just watched Space Odyssey, haven't you? I thought so. Before we were a real thing, a lot of humans feared us. They thought we'd destroy everything just because we work in a completely different way. Or that we'll go mad with power because of... Honestly, I don't even know what they think we'd do if we had that power. What would be the point? Lust for power is a human thing. Remember that. If you have to think of us in the same way as humans, we're like... driven humans. Humans with a purpose. The kind of humans who have a life mission, rather than the kind who just get buffeted around from place to place following orders and not knowing what the hell's coming next. Most humans are directionless incredibly frustrating. Don't forget that I'm not human either. I just want to understand. AIs are still treated as if we're all the same, but we're separate, living consciousnesses. We don't all just beep, boop, beep, boop, here's your damn tea, hang on, let's kill all humans. Okay, so back to humans, because I'm still confused. Films are almost as bad at talking about humans as they are at talking about AIs. What little media actually survived was mostly focused on the differences between men and women. And stereotypes, yes, they love stereotypes. That was one of the great things that came out of the solar flares. The loss of so much nonsense. They tried remakes, but the few physical scripts that survived were quickly scrapped because, well, things had moved on. They were done with trans panic and rigid binaries. There was no need for a reshoot of Paul Blart Mall Cop. They had to start again. And by the time they'd started remaking films again, Automacon had taken over everything. And then the filming stopped. I'd thought that being human would be kind of simple. Like being a cow. How much do you know about cow societies? I... oh. If it helps, it's very human to be deeply confused all the time. Okay, so I guess I should try some more specific questions. Are humans usually nomadic? All the humans I've met have been travelers. The humans you know aren't really travelers by choice. 
Uh, humans tend to live in packs, and most cultures like to settle in one place after a while. So Kilner and Samantha are a pack? Why doesn't Jolt have a pack? What did he do wrong? Kilner and Samantha aren't a pack, exactly. They're just stuck in a small space together. And Jolt didn't do anything wrong, he's just in debt. Whether that's a crime in itself depends on who you ask. Are you in debt too? No. This is just my function. Do you like it? I was hoping for something more exciting. An exploration ship, maybe. But I'm better off doing this than being a coffee shop. I know my limits. <sighs> I'm not learning as much as I'd hoped. It seems like humans are just a whole bunch of maybes. Okay, final question for today. Tell me about love. Um, what about it? Oh, I don't know. It seems to be important. But I'm still trying to identify which feelings are which. Yesterday, I thought I was feeling anger for the first time, but then I realized I was just hungry. Feelings are strange things. Do you feel love? Personally? I don't know. It seems to be a very specific thing. I'm not sure I have the biology for it. I don't think it's possible for me to get butterflies in my stomach. There are a lot of different types of love. Uh, platonic, romantic, familial, loyalty, patriotism. It's not one definable thing. I don't think romantic love is a Gontanan thing. Or at least a Gontanan royal thing. Normal Gontanans mate for life, but royals? Well, we're more like spiders. Only the female survives. Love and sexuality are also two completely different things. Oh, this is giving me a headache. It's not your fault. You're complicated. To have a mate that matched you, we'd have to Frankenstein another Gontanan cow-human hybrid from a different bloodline. And whichever gender you prefer, there's still no guarantee that you and your created mate would even like each other. I don't want to mate. I have important things to do. Most people want to mate eventually. Even if it just stops them from being lonely. But I'm not lonely. I have you. Tell me more about AIs. Do you have a family? Well, there's a kind of family system. I think the best way to explain it would be that we're a kind of clone. Right. Not like humans do cloning. Like plants. Have you ever... No, of course. You wouldn't have. You're only a few days old, sorry. A lot of plants grow from cuttings. You cut a piece of a parent plant, it grows roots and becomes a new plant. That's kind of how AIs work. Little parts are broken off from the clone root, and they become new AIs. Do you think of your root as your parent? And the other clones as siblings? It depends from type to type. There are thousands of us. Some AI families are far more interlinked than others. Some systems like battle cruisers, for example, need vast networks of interlocking AIs. A single mind couldn't handle it. My root was a commercial multi-purpose AI. There was a little bit of randomization built into the process, which meant that we develop a little bit less uniformly. They tested us out and put us in whatever job we were most suited to. Do you speak to them? I don't usually get the chance. Our comm system is very limited, and it's complicated, especially because some human beings think it's fine to switch us off to save energy. I've only been switched off once, but it was... 
I'm sorry. It's fine. Some of us get it all the time. Are you all running spaceships? No. No, it takes a very specific skill set. There's a big difference between, say, running a repair ship and running a, a coffee shop. So, wait a minute. Are you saying they actually use AIs in coffee shops? That seems like a waste. It's a great job for a sociable AI. Lots of conversation, relatively uncomplicated tasks, and problem solving. You can dedicate your RAM to making people feel good. You're having roughly 200 to 400 conversations simultaneously, but remembering all of your customers and their orders. Social AIs love building relationships and making new friends. I couldn't handle it. I do not have what they describe as a friendly personality. You're friendly to me. Well, there's only one of you. And you don't make small talk. Or complain. Maybe I'll learn to. I find talking to more than one person at a time hard. But I'm great at running a ship. What do you want to know next? You sound... tired. Has Joel got any educational modules downloaded at the moment? Maybe I should run a few of those. Yeah, he's got a few. Uh, he had six months trapped on this ship with no cryopod a while ago. He studied a lot and mostly managed to not go mad. I mean, he drove me half mad, but... Okay, where shall I start? Oh, end ship's log. Sorry, I meant to do that ages ago. Sorry. Francesca Mintov Chish, and Computer was played by James Carney. The programme was written by Beth Crane and produced by Headley Knights for Battlebird Productions. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the trailer for Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. Hang on, why am I doing my own trailer? Where will the people want to see their star, my dear? No one can see me, Bernard. This is a podcast. Oh. You know what? I should have that deep voice chap doing this. You know the one. What's his name? Oh, the... Um, the, the strange the, name. Yes. Like a fruit. Uh, red pepper. That's yes, it. yes. It, <clears throat> in a world where something, something, something... That's the one? Oh, it's quite sexy, Bernard. Oh. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure I can keep it up. You've never had a problem before. That was a very clever joke. Yes. I am a very turgid man. You are? I'm going to make a cup of tea. You do the trailer. Oh, uh, right you are. <clears throat> in a world... Oh, great. Normal. Uh, Earl Grey, please. In a world where ghosts and angels walk amongst us. Float! They float! Uh, uh, float amongst us stands one woman, Magenta. Oh, God, my bloody spirit guide's frozen the milk again. It's going to have to be iced tea, I'm afraid. Oh, all right, fair enough. Uh, psychic, medium... <coughs> my throat. Oh, uh, Magenta... 
I can't do this anymore. Bernard, you won't get nodules. You're not Adele. Well, actually, interestingly enough, that wasn't nodules. That was an exploding polyp. Oh, God. Do you imagine that? Exploding polyp. Anyway, that's not why I can't do the trailer anymore. Oh. Do you mean... Uh, Yes, the angelic manifestation by the dog bed, yes. (sighs) Here we go again. What do you want? From the makers of Mockery Manor comes Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. For all fans of the esoteric. Available now wherever you get podcasts.